we underestimate the impacts of our guilt and our shame. I don't think we fully understand how debilitating it can be in our lives until we have to stare it down eye to eye. When I, when I was taken to the hospital after a really bad panic attack and being completely lost in my postpartum depression, I was asked how long I had been suffering for. <laughs> and honestly, I, I knew it had been going on for over a year. I mentioned that to the ER doctor when he asked, and, and he, he asked me if I had ever sought help for it, and my answer was no, which was interesting because logically in my brain this whole time I knew I needed help. I knew that I was at my wit's end, and I didn't know, I didn't know how to continue living like this. After that, I was placed into a partial hospitalization program. It was very in-depth, and it was a lot of really intense work. I hadn't taken a moment to look into my issues that deeply in years, and it was one of the most gut-wrenching and terrifying experiences. Having to dig into your, your wounds to really see the severity of them and, and look at them for what they are, it it was something I can't even describe. And, and one of the revelations that came out of that was, was why I didn't say anything. Why I stayed silent when I was aware, I was so aware that I was drowning. And that is where I saw the guilt and the shame come in. I didn't even realize that those two were were different from each other, but also they were so, so connected. You know, guilt was, was the feeling that I had done something wrong and shame was the feeling that, that me, myself, as a person was what was wrong. I was what was wrong. And I had this breakthrough of realizing that I was so shameful. I was so ashamed of who I was. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't say anything because I was so embarrassed. I felt like I was the problem. That is shame. And then you have guilt. You have the guilt of the things that my sadness made me do on top of that. I, I pushed people out. I neglected to take care of myself and I self-sabotaged myself. I, I felt guilty about doing all of those things and and then those things were a result of my shame. I hadn't even realized how interconnected those two things were and how much power they held over me. I was able to take steps forward when I could understand exactly where my thinking pattern had gone wrong and how I could change it. And for me, that started with unwrapping this blanket of shame that I wore. I had to be vulnerable I had to let go, and most importantly, I had to recognize that this narrative I was feeding myself was false. I talk about the human experience and how we, how we take that and we demonize it. We pressure ourselves so much to have this peachy and painless life all the time, and it feeds into our shame when things are not that way. Because let me remind you, they are not that way. If we feed ourselves these false expectations of how we should be or 
how we should feel. We, we create shame surrounding who we are as a person. And that is what we need to learn to set down. We have to put that down. Take your story, your narrative, your thoughts, everything that is feeding into your beliefs and put them down. Lay them out. Lay them out on the table in front of you and just look at them. Really look at them. Write them out. And think about this. If this narrative, if these beliefs about oneself were, let's say, your friends, what would you tell them? And then ask yourself why you don't hold the same kindness and the same grace for yourself. Because here is the reality. You are not the exception. You are not the exception to being treated with compassion, with grace and understanding. You are not an exception to that. You are included in that. Self-compassion and forgiveness are such hard concepts to master. And they take time and they take patience. But once we learn how to approach ourselves that way, we can start to put this weight down. No one is a perfect human. We, we have to really fully understand that in order to consistently reject shame. When we hold ourselves to perfectionism, to secrecy, to judgment, we find ourselves in these dark head spaces. We have to let go and we have to own what we are at the same time and once we can do that then we are able to start to find some peace and some healing